0: but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hello, America. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. And we've got our good friend Paul Preston on. He's the host of Agenda 21 Radio, top digital radio show in America uh, and uh, let's put it this way: he's friendly with the Trump people, as we are too. And he is the head of the New California, founder of the New California movement. And they're moving towards, we think, uh, becoming a state. And we don't think it's that far off. And so we'll be hitting that. But we're going to start on our topic here with uh, the Chai Com invasion, uh, and it's serious. Uh, I've covered some of it on my channels. Uh, And I want to get Paul's perspective because he's at ground zero in California. But before we do, I need to let you know, ladies and gentlemen, everyone uh, that I look at, Glenn Beck, uh, Whitney Webb, all these people are saying the same thing. We need to get into a parallel economy before you can't get into the parallel economy. And that means the best in food storage as well. And we can help you with that with My Patriot Supply. they got great sale on right now, restaurant-quality food, 20 25-year shelf life, 2,000 calories per day, lots of choices in the food, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. How do you get yours? Go to preparewithdave.com. That's preparewithdave.com. Well, Paul, you are there in ground zero. I've done stories on Chinese soldiers crossing the border, and they may not be in uniform, but when they're all standing at ease with their hands behind their backs and the, the backpacks are at their feet, uh you know what you're dealing with when they're 18 to 35 and they're all fit and yeah exactly sure. you're ground zero my friend i covered this um what's what's the word out of california now how bad is it with this chinese invasion
1: well it's getting uh, worse by the hour from what we're understanding uh, there's a, a lot of uh, commotion at the airport um, we've now found out that the uh, most of the Chinese of military age are coming through El Centro. Uh, so rather than San Ysidro, San Diego, um, you know, of course, that what happens at the airport is that they're either these illegal foreign nationals are coming in from Texas into San Diego, and some are then flying out to other locations as they come into California, which is mm-hmm. kind of weird. Um, but the, the military-aged Chinese, in particular, seem to be headed towards El Centro. So up through the Darien Gap and through Mexico, and then then they slide over west. And I think it's Highway Forty that you go down. And uh, anyway, so they're they're mo- they're moving uh, as they get into El Centro area. They're moving and uh, they're moving north. They're moving up to uh, in the, into California.
0: What's the deal with El Centro? Are they are they kind of like hunkering down there or are they just passing
1: through we don't really have clarity on that i've got people uh, in el centro right now trying to get that information uh we do have some border patrol people that have been helping with this uh they want to make it very abundantly clear that we're being invaded <laughs> um and they're very concerned about the the military-aged uh chinese uh individuals and it, they their haircuts are high and tight and yeah um, sure. it, they they, they They are, uh, their stride uh, is a lot different than uh, we've seen in the past from a lot of the uh, illegal foreign nationals coming in.
0: It's like they're freaking marching. When you watch them walk, it's almost like they're in formation. I mean, when you see these boards of immigrants, it's random, to and fro. Uh, There's no organizational pattern to it. But I covered a bunch of Middle East people, same day, car crossing in, uh... I think it's Eagle Pass, they were crossing through. Uh, same deal. Uh, light backpacks, all young and marching in straight lines. And I go, these are Democrats, these are soldiers. And right. the same thing with the Chinese. Um, El Centro is something I pass through when we go to California for vacation. We're going to have to make sure that we gas up long before we get to El Centro. I have a feeling they probably have safe houses in the area. And it's a, it's a launch point. Uh, I mean, that that's something I would look at if I was there.
1: Yeah, I and again I, I've been to El Centro many times myself, and uh, over the years. I, I, last time I was actually at the border is about three and a half years ago. So I'm due for another trip down there just to see all the changes that have happened. And according to Ben Burkwam and others that are down there right now in that uh, San Diego area uh, at the border, uh, from literally San Diego to the to the Arizona border, um, it's a, it's becoming a more of a hotbed than ever before. And this is something of another concern. But the the big concern is the Chinese, and uh, this is now spread out down to the Darien Gap. Um, I did have a chance yesterday to talk to Michael Yon. I'll be talking to him this week. Uh, he's going to be scheduled for an interview or two. And um, I did have a chance to talk to him. He was quite concerned. In fact, he put out a, a video and Friday. I guess it was he was Friday night in the jungle, and it was raining, raining hard and uh, he had captured on video several um, Chinese that he was identifying, and they were more than happy to identify, but they were military-aged Chinese stridently moving along very quickly in the rain. Um, They're very military-esque, I guess you can say. They seem to be on a mission. And that's what we're hearing more and more down there, that these individuals that are coming across are more focused. um, They're more militant-looking. Um, one of the comments was uh, being very aggressive towards others, uh, not playing well in the sandbox through the Darien Gap, so to, sp- so to speak. So they seem to be committed, um, committed uh, to moving north and uh, moving into the United States.
0: And they were on foot?
1: They were on foot. But uh, what's been happening is that they get just a little bit out of the Darien Gap and they get into Panama and they get loaded up onto buses. That's and the exactly buses now. The buses now have gotten; uh, they're exceeding over 200 a day. Yes, and, and, and buses and I told are moving you, people along. I told you last night in our private
0: uh, sources on the ground in Panama, and that's the story I'm getting. And the 200 number is exactly what counting.
1: Right. Yeah, and it's it's very interesting to watch all this play out. It's very well orchestrated. I mean, uh, let's not pull any punches. It's it, this has been orchestrated for a long, long time. And we've just been seeing different levels of sophistication as more and more individuals come to the border, more and more people enticed from around the world. Because, as you know, there is a huge network with the uh, various uh, religious organizations, Catholic charities in particular, that have been putting out the message to come to the United States, basically. That's what they've been trying. That's what they've been doing. And uh, they're very well organized. They all have plenty of maps. They work very, very closely with the... Um, the Red Cross, which by the way, when um, I was studying about Adolf Hitler and the rat lines with uh, Peter Lavenda's book and interviewing Peter Lavenda and, and involved uh, went to, went to Berlin and actually interviewed Christoph Neubauer, who is the um, one of the main players in that whole thing, Honey Hitler from the History Channel, um, it's very, very obvious that um, this organization, uh, works closely at hand with the red cross and catholic church and this what we're seeing right now in my opinion um is that we're seeing the reverse of the rat lines they're using the same characters and the same businesses the same um non they're now non-ngos uh, non uh, non-governmental organizations or non-profits uh to move people into the united states as an invasion path and that was always the plan for hitler um, after the war, was that he was going to invade the United States from the underbelly, which is through Mexico, which is what's happening right now. I mean, this is—we talked about this openly with with um, many people, and that was the plan that they had uh, pretty much in mind when I was in 1992 down in in uh, Berlin. And uh, here it is; <laughs> and it's just right here. It's right in our front of our faces, and it's moving quite quickly. That's uh, that's the thing.
0: One of the things that we talked about last night I want to bring out again, because I've had an update, Um, the Chinese that are being brought into the American military. Number one, I ran a video last night with Dick Durbin admitting to this. Right, He said, if they serve bravely, we should give them citizenship. And off camera, I I was, was reported that he said, from any nation. So that includes China, but also the update I got last night, was that uh, these numbers are increasing, and they are seen going into Camp Pendleton. This is direct eyewitness testimony to me.
1: Well, um, there has been reports that we've heard of uh, activity around Camp Pendleton um, actually recruiting illegal foreign nationals. This was weeks ago we first heard this. Actually, a couple months ago, we heard this, and I was quite concerned. And so, I we have the new thanks to the new California state movement, <laughs> we we have uh, intelligence in all 58 counties, and we uh, we you know this place gets dumped with all kinds of stuff, and uh, that was one of the things that they were bringing out is that uh, in and around Camp Pendleton, by the entrance primarily, uh, you were starting to see. Um, illegal foreign nationals gather and recruitment was taking place right there in front of the um, in front of the main gate and if you've ever been at Camp Pendleton at the main gate it 's a pretty impressive place it 's a huge huge main gate, but um you know actual recruitment going on right there so almost off the freeway you know because you you get off the freeway and you just jump right onto that main gate and uh, that was uh, as it was described to me. So, this is something that was concerned to the citizens of San Diego and San Diego County and that whole north area uh, down there on Oceanside. And I know that uh, we do have somebody, a new Californian, down there right now on a vacation. (laughs) On a vacation. And uh, they're relaying information to us as we get it. About three miles from our vacation spot uh, this
0: summer. uh, We may be rethinking it. Part of the report I've got was. They come in white, unmarked vans for the most part, not exclusive, right. but for the most part. And they're coming five, six vans at a time, so there's no backup at the gate. That's appreciative. And they're waved on. through. That's the thing. You, if you and I tried to go on to the base, what's no. your business? If you don't have business, you don't get on. And if well, you have business to go on, they're probably going to search your car before they let you on.
1: Let, let me tell you about the time. You know, I used to, I grew up at that base. I grew up at El Toro and, and uh, LTA. In Tustin there as a kid, my father was a Marine. My father-in-law was a was a Marine. Uh, so Camp Pendleton is not a strange place for me to be. But um, I made the mistake. I was on a speech. At, I was going to be speaking at the Veterans Center there in Oceanside about New California. The, the vets had asked me to come down and talk about it. And I made um, a mistake. I got turned around, and I ended up getting off the freeway. And I got onto the main base I uh, in line, and I couldn't get out. You know, cause there's all these cars stacked up around you and you can't get out. So I drove up to the main gate. Now, so so this will tell you the difference about what's going on here, Dave. I am a citizen. You know, I'm a son of a Marine. <laughs> um, and I get approached by a sergeant and rightfully so. Um, and I told, and he, I, I, he says, you know, he asked me the question. I said, well, I made a mistake. I got off the freeway. The first thing he did, by the way, he's holding a fifty caliber rifle, machine gun. I mean you know, you've seen these bad boys, right? He's got it strapped like this, he's got his hands on it. He puts his hands on it as soon as he realizes I am not a Marine checking in. And I have no I made a mistake, and he takes three big steps back and he starts screaming orders, not in a derogatory barking more than that, anything, about Sir <laughs> that kind of stuff. And I'm kind of like, okay, here's this guy with his 50 cal, you know, just three, you know, uh, five feet away from me. All he needs to do is just twist it once. Anyway, so he calls over the lieutenant. The lieutenant, dressed exactly the same, with the exact same weapon, steps up to me says, sir, can I help you? And <laughs> like, I said, well, first of all, I made a mistake. I'm a son of a Marine. <laughs> Tried to throw all that stuff out. He goes, yes, sir, I understand. He says, sir, would you drive over here? He points to a turnout. Well, that's a lot different than what's going on from what I heard. Now, that's I heard that sure. they were uh, – uh, apparently they have graduated to the buses just coming on base now. Okay. And these are illegal foreign nationals driving on to a base now. Before, they were hanging out on the – drive, uh, actually on the drive-in, and apparently Marines were going to get them in and bring them in. So – um that's what I heard. That was weeks ago. Now you got this.
0: Paul. I've got, as you know, for many years, I've had some border patrol sources that are quite good and not in favor of the policies of And they have both told me independently of each other, even though I think they know each other, independently of each other, they have said that they have observed a radio transmission that they presume went across the border signaling the illegals when to come across and the last report I got was the last batch that came across that was eyewitnessed by one of these people. we all Chinese.
1: Yeah. Well, I believe it because this is all that we're hearing about now. And you know, you, uh, you they're still coming in from Africa. There's no question about that. That that flood is still happening. But the uh, the 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 market increase in the number of Chinese that are coming across is is irrefutable at this point. And that's, I think, part of the plan is to bring them in now. Uh, and I, I, and again, I, I really believe, Dave, that their plan is falling apart. And I think that they're forcing their hand at this point in time. They. This-
0: For example, they've got half off my pillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Uh, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now, go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges.
1: This is something that I think that's a little bit premature for their planning, I don't, and I I do think that they've they've gotten massive pushback, and this pushback is um, from us, from us, Dave. The the non mainstream media. More and more people are believing the fact. Number one, there was a crooked election, and the like seventy five percent of the American public now sees that, believes there's something really wrong with the twenty twenty election. So they're starting to cave under all that pressure. I know out here in California, we're getting a lot, we're seeing a lot of people not run for office again. Um, New California State has put out 70,000. Listen to this, 70,000 declarations against county and state officials. And there is just massive uh, numbers of people that have resigned. Right now we've got 23 county clerk recorder positions that have turned over, either um, through election, non-election, um, You know, people opting out and retiring. Like I said, we had four of these county clerk recorders. I just was on a conversation with some people about this. Uh, four of them as soon as we presented them with the declarations and the facts they resigned either that day or within two days it's just about
0: <laughs> voter impropriety is that what you're talking
1: about? right oh yeah yeah election fraud and um that that tells you something but we've had 23 of these now there's going to be more um people that are going to make the decision not to run or they've already made it and we have, don't you know about it yet but we have county supervisors. We have uh, uh, boards of education. We've had superintendents resign. Um, we've had a whole host of people. The people are just sick of it, and I think you have a, a, a real fear factor going on. But, you know, you still have some uh, – the corruption is still here with the county clerk recorders in particular, and that's something that we're working on. And they're, they're working directly with Brad Raffensperger out of Georgia.
0: Really, directing it statewide, multi-statewide.
1: Uh, oh yeah, this is this is a RICO violation. Yeah, and and uh, RICO. Brad, yeah. uh, I, I'm, tell, I'm telling you, Brad Radisberger has more trouble than Carter has pills right now because everybody's finding out about him. He came out here and gave a speech, a very um, uh, highly secured facility, I might add, in uh, Lake Tahoe. Um, because he was out here, he he was invited by the County Clerks Association of California to come and speak, and he did. And uh, bottom line is that uh, he is colluding with a number of the county clerk recorders and uh, officers within the County Clerk Recorders Association on how to basically keep the cheat going. And that's what we're, spe- we're speculating that we think that that's uh, obviously what they're trying to do. But now with the exposure that's going on because of Donald Trump, and what's been going on there with Fannie and the, and the rest of it? He's everything is falling apart for him, and of course the fraud is being openly shown. And we have it, it's pretty obvious out here about how we're exposing the fraud in the in the elections. Um, he is going to be finding himself, and so are a number of county, other additional county clerk recorders in California uh, for some serious uh, RICO violations and and voter fraud charges. And so you're going after
0: Rathgeber in California.
1: Well, I, you know, I'm not going to say what we're doing, <laughs> uh, what but it sounded pretty, like, it, it, well, from a news standpoint, we are after him. <laughs> okay. But uh, the, legally, that's that's those are other things to to be discussed at this point.
0: Oh, there's one but, line here, and there's one line here, and I'm pretty good at seeing between them. Okay. <laughs> okay, I got it.
1: I got <laughs> this is a pretty big this is a pretty big line. <laughs> it's a pretty big one. But uh, Rassensperger has himself in some real serious trouble, not only out there in Georgia. And when the feds get done with him, he's got to have problems out here in California, which I, I it's all going to wrap up in a federal thing, I think, underneath Trump. And um, and again, he is in deep trouble. He, he's. The whole Georgia thing is just, well, it, the Halderman report, you know, finally the, the judge released that Halderman report that came out and just said basically that there's a lot of corruption that's going on out there. You probably heard about that University of Michigan um, uh, report uh, by Halderman that actually came out. I got my hands on that two and a half years ago be, before it came out. I don't know everybody's got ca- talking about the judge releasing the Halderman report after three years. And all of a said, well, heck, I've had it for <laughs> I didn't realize what was going on, but uh, so we were kind of ahead of the curve in a lot of ways. But uh, this is the corruption is is openly being exposed now in so many different places, and people are seeing it. That's why I think uh, you know you have a lot of trouble that's going on right now in uh, certain counties out here in California, and uh, Contra Costa County as an example, they have employees working for them from Seidel. Now Seidel um, operates out of Barcelona, Spain, and we understand that these employees actually live in Barcelona, Spain, but they're working out here in California's um, one account. Yeah, what's up with that? <laughs> I know about this. Yes, <clears throat> this um, is this is huge. To, the, these, this is these going. Are, on. These are the bean counters. Anyway, um,
0: I want to say something about Rathenberger and um, then ask you another question here. But in twenty twenty election. And by the time, okay, you remember this. I wrote an article in May of 2021. You and I discussed it on the air very quickly, the same day it came out. And you were getting a phone, you got a phone call that basically threatened your life. Keep following Dave Hodges. He's going to get you killed. Uh, <laughs> that's a pretty good paraphrase of what you told me. But a lot of it went right back into Atlanta and and, uh, and Georgia. Raffensperger's up to his butt in Chinese connections, the same as the Maricopa County criminal officials are and they report to the same people and right now i'm gonna i'm gonna talk to john thaler i've had him on my show twice he wrote that uh uh, book called report to the governor 20,000 affidavits 120,000 pages of evidence uh about criminal uh organized crime sinaloa cartel chinese Mm -hmm. involvement with arizona elections and I'm finding the same things in Georgia. Am I on target with this or not?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to go to John Taylor because he'll know. The the network, they're all all networked together. Um, The Chinese are behind almost all this, and, you know, you can't deny it. In one way or another, their footprint is on it. Um, But it, it, there's many different, there's variations of the theme because you enter in with the cartels and they've got their little push going on. But the bottom line is, is it's all China. China's here to overthrow this country. Uh, they're now bringing in their invaders openly. They've had the fifth column here, you know, living on your Indian reservations. You're the Navajo Indian Reservation, uh, as, an, as an example, is a big one, um, in which they've been housing, I don't know how many thousands of Chinese over the years, but it's it's uh, and of course the the Indian nations in general have been inculcated with the uh, the Chicom's for a long time, but now it's just getting openly blatant in terms of the numbers. And like I said, um, the the border patrol uh, person that we communicated with through a third party um, was very very adamant about what's happening in El Centro. That that seems to be their central focus place. Uh, I think it may be a little bit early in the game for the El Centro position and what's happening down there. Um, And so we're waiting to hear what's, we have some more people that are coming in with information this afternoon and tomorrow we'll have a better idea of what's uh, what's happening down there. But this seems to be a, a pivot point for the, for California. Now, what I mean by that is we just had Xi Jinping here in San Francisco and uh, like I tell people, uh, Xi Jinping shows up and lifts his legs and gives Gavin Newsom a golden shower. And uh, the yeah, you know, I I think that's really a fair statement. Uh, Gavin Newsom cleans up in you know less than two weeks. He cleans up by putting new pavement and everything else down on the streets of San Francisco to a vacant city. And and I was in San Francisco about two weeks before Xi Jinping showed up. Maybe it was before he started this cleanup and maybe a day or two and i had a function that i had to go to and i was down in that area and i i hardly ever go into the city anymore but then i said well i'm gonna go check it out and so i went down to the embarcadero i went all the way through the city and first of all there weren't a lot of people around except for the homeless and so i did see at least 24 people 24 people dave laying on the sidewalk they looked like they were dead it was clearly fentanyl because the you know, the people that were walking around these guys, the drug addicts, with the fentanyl look, which is they're all bent over and stooped over and all that stuff um, that was going on. And you had emergency. Um, the fire department was out there trying to resuscitate people. I mean, it's like a death zone with well, all that fentanyl, Dave, is brought to you by China. Exactly. I mean, it's brought the Chinese are murdering people uh, by and they're working in collusion with the Mexican cartels. You know, because it's the Mexican cartels that take all the base material of the fentanyl and put it all together. You know, the the Chinese import it to Mexico. They they mix it. They make it into fentanyl, the pills, and then they they poison the people here. Hundreds of thousands of people have died because of fentanyl abuse. Well, that fentanyl is just deliberately being flooded into this country by the communist Chinese. And, you know, we need to wake up to that. They're murdering people right before our eyes. Now, what do you think they're going to do when they... Really get the the fifth column rolling in, uh, rolling up, spooling up, and then you get the other uh, the fifth uh, the 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 invaders right now that are coming across the border. As you see it, uh, this is going to be a rock and roll time. But I'll tell you, we can be out in front of this. What they're doing, in my opinion, they're coming into California because California has not been uh, seeing the large numbers of invaders like you'd see in in Texas. The California's basically been left out of that loop. And for a long time, everybody's been scratching their head like, when's it going to happen here, you know? And we've already been invaded. We get that. And if you go into any DMV, I just happened to, I just got my new driver's license. Gosh, I felt, I, I, I'm I, so proud of my new little driver's license from California. There it is, my driver's license. It's my temporary you remember when you're 16 years old and you get your first driver's license, you're sweating the test. Yeah. I had test anxiety. I like to tell people, but you know, it was a third world country in my DMV. Yeah. I've seen that too. Yeah. And, and, uh, that's, this is a place that was, uh, pretty well on late in coming to this, but they're still coming across, but not like we're starting to see now. There, this, this invasion, um, by the Chinese, I think is a directed, invasion to go and occupy san francisco san francisco has nobody in it all those buildings have all been vacated commercial really
0: and and biden has given 45 billion dollars to convert commercial to residential
1: so this is what's happening is that they're bringing these characters in i think uh they're going to bring them in and occupy san francisco the city And then by the boatload, they're going to bring in people and park them at the piers. And within a week or a month, you'll have 100,000, 150,000 Chinese in San Francisco living.
0: Boy, that's a base of operations, isn't it?
1: Well, that's what they're trying to do. Um, Xi Jinping has long looked at California and long looked at San Francisco specifically as his capital uh for the united states the chinese capital of the united states
0: i feel compelled at this point to bring some, something i've covered extensively starting back in 2017 with the then defense minister Wei fang in a leaked speech. oh yeah the leaked speech and paul martin john moore like paul martin and john moore and myself got copies of it and i ran with a five-part series on this and uh the, the end game is this paul they they want America for its resources, and they have no intention of co-occupation. It's genocide all the way.
1: That's right. Um, and I I revisited. Just happened to be doing some research this morning. The Epoch Times has a great uh, series on the the final battle, the final yes. war. Yeah. And this really exposes everything about uh, Fang and, and his speeches and so on. So, you you know, I'm very well aware of those speeches. We've been very conscientious about what's going on with these, the Chinese. Uh, my my first initiation with it was in Ontario, California, back in 1989. And the story is m- my parents had died suddenly. I became the executor and trustee of their estate. And I was looking for property through a real estate investment trust to invest some money in, right? And so I wanted to go out and see what this real estate investment trust was all about. So I went out and they had commercial properties and stuff. And I was with a broker and I was with the broker and we're at a building facility right off the, I guess it would be the Western end of the runway for Ontario, where all the USPS and all that stuff, they come in. And so we were looking at a property, it's a brand new building, a brand new building. And he was talking about this, that, and the other and finally, I looked over, and they had a Stretch 707 back in the day. I don't know if it was a DC-9 or whatever it was. And uh, they were disgorging large pallets of green boxes that looked like weapons. And so I said to the guy, I said, gosh, take a look at the, all those, because they had them all stacked up on the runway. And I said, take a look at all those weapons. I said, those are weapons, aren't they? And he goes, oh, yeah. He says, we have weapons all over the place. I said, what do you mean? says well they fly them in from china i said well, this is 89 and i said they fly them in from china he says yeah we have a lot of a lot of these buildings in which um, they're all stored uh, they even have cannons and he starts to, and, I was, and i looked at him and i i said do you realize what you're saying why would they have weapons stored in ontario And it, it, it was kind of like the light bulb went off that i was in 1989 And, of course, we now know that that's true, that they have weapons all over the country stacked up like that. And um, we get more and more of those um, reports. So we think that what they're going to do is obviously activate the fifth columns. And these these people are coming over unarmed. Uh, Obviously, they're going to meet up with weapons someplace or another. And, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, let's be very, very clear what Dave just said here, because this is their plan. And this is all documented. This is absolutely documented. The Chinese are not our friends, and they want to destroy us. And we just get in the way. Now, it used to be the story was, and, and I don't just indulge me for a second, but back in 2017, in January of 2017, I was making a presentation to the. Um, tea party about this very issue that this is what the chinese plan to do this is 2017 january mm-hmm. so obama was still in office his folks were still in office and of course that's a that's an interesting thing because they show up at a meeting that was called by the consulate in uh, natomas california which was right outside of sacramento california and in that meeting was La Familia Nuestra and all the other gangs of California, the leadership. It was called by Daryl Steinberg, the Sacramento mayor, and I saw the video. Daryl's in it. He's orchestrating it. And um, about the meeting, it was basically a meeting in which the Obama administration was asking the gangs, the gang leadership, if the gang leadership in their le- in the gangs could actually shoot, white americans and kill them in an island out of california and uh, so now i was in the tea party meeting i was making in this presentation not technically about that but about this issue of china and the takeover and these two guys walk in the back of the room and they're sitting they're seated and for about 10 minutes saying nothing and finally the one guy mexican guy stands up and says you people all have to listen to Mr. President. He's absolutely right because, and then he, he spills it. He says, I was in this meeting. I heard all these things. That, that gentleman I met with his family at the radio station the next weekend. We spent four hours together. I watched the video. I heard these things. Now that man's in jail forever, probably because they wanted him shut up. Just to let you know, but that's exactly what he was telling people that this was the plan of the Obamas, the Obama administration that were there. They were saying these things in the Thomas Daryl Steinberg, the Sacramento mayor of, of Sacramento was there. He was leading the meeting. So, guys, this is in. Uh, we have witnesses. Uh, the, uh, many people in the New California State Movement were in that meeting that I see on a regular basis. Sometimes when I'm making this presentation at one of these meetings, I have them stand up. I said, is that true? And they go, oh, yes, it's true. I was there. Um, so this has been something that's been planned for a long time now. And, Dave, when did Feng make that speech? It was 2005, wasn't it? Six or something like that? The first time,
0: yeah. And he's not the first one. His predecessor no, said right. very similar. No, that's right. Uh, and his successor said something similar. The first time, I think you're right, was 05. He repeated it in 07. And then he doubled down on it in 2017. And that was the copy that I got. So he did three, we're going to genocide America. And these were all reports to the Central Planning Committee um, of the CCP. Yeah, it's supposed to be tight security, but obviously, not everyone's on board in China when they're in their leadership. As we know, two generals have been killed, the defense minister has been killed now, the current one by Xi Jinping. Uh, yeah. You almost wonder if there was an attempted palace coup there. Um, I want to, I want to bring up something else too, because um, uh, on this here. Um, And this is related to what we're talking about, but it's a little digression. But I've come across information, and it's highly reliable. I have no question this is true. There's a group called uh, Cyber Research, and people can go look it up. It's online. You can simply do search engine and find it. But what doesn't tell you is these are ex and present Israeli Mossad Intel that are running this. And they're running simulations and prognostications about what kind of cyber grid takedown would have to happen for there not to be a 2024 election. I don't know if Mm -hmm. you've come across this yet, Paul, but this is within 48 hours that I've come across this. And I have cross-referenced this. It's true. It's true. This group, I believe, is leading the way for planting PSYOP conditions where the public would accept some kind of false flag activity to uh, like a cyber grid takedown to negate having an election and being under martial law and getting the people to accept it like the covid lockdowns
1: yeah i i've um i've heard these things and i agree um there's it it's um with what's going on with the exposure as an example we're exposing out here the you know what's happened with the california election system and the fraudulent behavior and we're getting all the results we're getting it's a, it's a, the onion really has started to unravel rapidly. In fact, so much so that what we have decided to do is take it upon ourselves as New California to run a demo election with paper ballots one sure. day. And, uh, we the 27th of January is our first day and the, then we're going to run one the first, uh, the 5th of March, actually, the same day as their primary elections. We started out just thinking we we're going to get five, uh, just as a demo, just a few counties, you know. And now all of a sudden, we got 18 counties solid. We'll probably have 25 counties, nearly half, just a little shy of half the counties that we have involved in New California, on the first effort. Uh, that we we definitely plan to have all the counties involved by the second one. But this first blush, everybody's racing to do it. It's the biggest. It's a hit for us because people want to go out and vote and express themselves. That's uh, there. I had talked to a guy from El Dorado County yesterday. I guess it was Friday. (laughs) Isn't it Friday somewhere? Uh, I talked to him and he says, all our people want to do is be able to go out and express themselves in the vote. I I thought that was very telling. I said, it's a demo. He says, I know. He says, they just, they're excited uh, about the idea of being able to go out and have a free vote. I mean, just to be free um, to demonstrate it. But, you know, my bottom line is, is that, This stuff is absolutely real stuff about what you're talking about. I believe that they're um, planning, as this unravels some more, as we put more and more pressure. It's not just us. It's a nationwide thing going on, as you know. Um, But as this starts to unravel more, they're going to be pushing hard not to have an election. That's the only way out for them now. So, yes, I believe that that's a high probability. I'm saying above 50 percent probability possibility that's going to happen at this point. I think next month, uh, this in January, one more day, um, California is going to go through over the really over the the cliff financially. And that's another big thing that no one's talking about. But we have been talking about it incessantly. at new California state is that California has no more money. They're 60 by their own admission which, by the way, their own admission happens to be a lie and a cover-up, and I'll talk about that, but their own admission is their $68 billion in the red right now for this fiscal year. Now, they cannot get up off the floor on this, Dave. They're broke. They don't have the cash. Uh, By the middle of this month, they'll be completely depleted. We understand that they're going to terminate large numbers of employees starting this Friday, this coming Friday at 9 a.m., People are being called in at their work stations in Sacramento, all around the state, and given notices that they're fired, terminated. And it's not a matter of we're going to give you a ref- uh, you know uh, you know warrants or w- whatever for the next six months where we're going to change your vacation schedule to modify like they did in two thousand eight. Not happening. They're just being terminated, and that's because there's so much money outstanding. We have discovered that this, this is an accounting trick that they're using of, of $68 billion. That number actually represents the number of people and amounts of money they've slow paid and no paid to people that they owe money to. We believe that the real figure is upwards of over $200 billion, Dave, that they're down. $200 they There's just no way they're going to get up from that.
0: Uh, I'm hearing it's That's, $50 billion. You, it's, It goes as high as $200 billion.
1: Uh It's, um, okay, uh, the, we have a very, um, an outstanding fraud attorney that we work with. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Um, and he's he's done monster deals, and he says the numbers that he sees exceed that by a large number. And I'm going, holy moly. And now I am always high on these numbers, um, but if it's double, like he says, then it's double.
0: Does um Cal-Exit come into play where the escape clause for California to escape new California's second state movement to escape this uh, horrible death situation they're in and the exposure of their criminality of their officials? Are they going to bundle all this together and really try to leave the union with the support of Biden? There are rumors for that effect.
1: No, there's strong rumors. And that's exactly why Xi Jinping came out here to give Newsom the golden shower is that uh, Newsom is going to be their man in California as uh, the takeover of California because it's broke. And so-called China's not broke, but that's not true. Yeah. Um, so China will take over. And that's why I say the invaders are coming. They're going to occupy San Francisco. San Francisco will be taken over uh, by – listen, in the, the the number of Chinese that are showing up now in around the Bay Area has gone nutty. Um, I, I have gotten at least six phone calls since our Wednesday meeting that – from around the Bay Area, and we had people on the phone call talking about this that lived in the Bay Area about the phenomena that all of a sudden in the last couple of weeks, Chinese are all over the place in their neighborhoods in you know in places they'd never seen this, them before this
0: goes back to July uh when we were on family vacation down by the pier milkside just south of Camp for the listeners at a vacation um. I repetitively saw groups of males walking around the pier. We'd go down to get something to eat. This is where they moor all the ships and so forth. Nice restaurants and Chinese after Chinese after Chinese and almost exclusively male.
1: Right. Young male. This is, uh, in fact, I got an Orange County report yesterday. In Orange County, we're starting to see that same sort of influx and never, that's never, you know, they've got a uh, little Saigon, the Vietnamese population down there. Right. Uh, but the Chinese have moved in there. There's no question about it. I've been concerned. And as you know, we had our, we've had four constitutional conventions in Orange County, mostly to, to, um, make a statement there publicly in Orange County that New Californians, that, you know, you've got to contend with us. Sure. And that's a problem for them because we, they are going to have to contend with us because we've already declared our independence. We are technically, in the eyes of constitutional law and law, the fact that we have declared our independence is the fact that we are a state. Now, our job is to apply to the Union of States to become a member of the Union of States that's what we're doing next and that's what thats the process so uh we are we are a certified we are a state and we've got constitutional standing and that's not going to change so that's a problem for them that's a big problem for them
0: amazing I mean, the, the stuff that's really starting to come together in terms of the intel um are you i know you don't want to talk for security reasons about specifics and i totally get that but I'm going to assume that in, as you approach your state, uh, realization, uh, dream coming true, you're getting a lot of resistance from these groups.
1: Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it's not an un- unanticipated. We anticipate it. It's, uh, it's going to get really ugly, uh, for them and uh, they can be as ugly as they want on it. A- we don't really care because, you know, uh, we know we're doing the right thing and we're on the right track and, you see, the the one thing Xi Jinping does not want is a constitutional movement. <laughs> you know, when you when you study Xi Jinping and you study the Communist Chinese, they loathe the American Constitution. They, and and of course, it's not just in America you have constitutions. In all of the New World, you have constitutions modeled after. The American Constitution, just like they all modeled their Declaration of Independence to get rid of Spain, to get rid of Germany, to get rid of the Netherlands and France, you know, as colonizers. Um, that's what all these countries have done. And, of course, you now see in some places they're trying to go back to a Republican form of government. El Salvador, as an example, they're doing a great job of coming back as a Republican form of government after being in tyranny because of MS-13 and so on, they've stood up and they've reclaimed their republic. You're starting to see some, even in Argentina, Argentina is now, they got rid of, they're getting rid of the democracy, the dictatorship, and they're throwing that off, and they're going to go back to their roots constitutionally, which is a republic, and that's what we're doing here. Now, see, this is the one thing the communist Chinese don't want to have happen, they want to be in charge themselves. And by the way, I want to make very clear: that we're not hammering on the Chinese people; we're hammering on the CCP here. Uh,
0: no, I get it. I get it. I think everyone understands that.
1: Uh, but listen, I but we, uh,
0: Jin Jing,
1: you know that uh,
0: multimedia group, politically yeah. active, America made up of ex-Chinese nationals that are pro-American, anti-CCP. I've had communication with them through Chris Kissy, and they—they've uh, actually recruited me to put stuff in their social media. They are dead set against this. They're providing intel on CCP movements in California, and I can't say how much I'm getting from them or what I'm getting from them. But I'll put it this way: they are actively supporting what you're doing, Paul. You don't even know
1: it. Yeah, I well, you know, I thank them for that. There, there's a bunch of other groups too that yeah. I some I do, some I don't, and some I won't say. You know, no, I know. Um, I know. We got to be careful. Uh, yeah, there, there is. Um, there's quite a, quite a few people that are really, I mean, we haven't been out and about as you know, we haven't been putting out the media and all that other stuff, you know, we've been growing and growing and growing and that's been all by design because, you know, why would we want to cheer ourselves up and having to fight the battle of publicity and all the stuff that would go along with a, a, a fledgling group, um, especially with so much importance to it. You know, uh, this isn't a small little thing that we're doing. This is a big deal. And, uh, Means everything to this country. Really, it does. Yeah. Uh, people don't understand what we are doing is making a new state. We're not running, um, a candidate for an office. No, no, no. We're making a new state. And this is the process you go through. And that's why we need all the support we can get because, you know, people get us sometimes confused with some sort of political affiliation. Uh, look at, I like Donald Trump. I think Donald Trump is the president we need to have here for our purposes. There's no question about it. Um, but the the, the the portion that's really important for people to understand is that in the process of statehood, the executive branch and the judicial branch are not involved. They're irrelevant to the process. It's only the legislature's concerned. And, of course, we've eliminated the California legislature, like West Virginia eliminated the Virginia legislature because the Virginians joined the Confederacy. They had to make up their own new legislature. Well, California has become a communist state. It's clearly a communist state and doesn't comply. And so we did the same thing. So we are going to contend with Congress now. That's why we're putting people in Congress um, come uh, July, or excuse me, January. We sent uh, representatives, three of them, uh, last year at around the same time, and they got a ton of progress. But, of course, Kevin McCarthy... Uh, I think we stand a much better chance with a speaker now that we have than uh, before, which is a good thing. Yeah, so statehood uh, could be achieved without the president. Yeah, I agree. Um,
0: I, I really feel, the, and I want to clear this up before we close, when I brought up new, uh, Cal Exit, just for the listeners' edification, it's a plan that's been around for a while. The Obama people were into it. But they want to make California a protectorate of the U.N., but it will be policed by China. And this, Correct. This, this is this is something that people need to know. This is on the drawing board, and this is why Xi Jinping, in part, was in California. Paul, we're just about out of time. This has been really, really informative. Now we've squeezed about three hours of interview into one. But tell people how they can follow your talk show, which is doing great, and and also how they can follow New California. We got about ninety seconds.
1: Well, uh, Agenda 21 Radio is on every morning from 6 to 9. It's live. And um, then we, we're we on Red State Talk Radio. We're also on Rumble. We're also on Cloud Hub. And we're also on Facebook. And we're also on Twitter. Um, we have about 12 different platforms that we broadcast over, and including Roku and all that other stuff. We, I don't know how many we have now on Red State Talk Radio. But uh, also the new California state movement, and anybody's welcome to join and become a new Californian. Uh, everybody in the nation, everybody in the world should want to become a new Californian at this point. Because, you know, we are the only hope that's left now um, that that really can really shake the tree. And we are shaking the tree. And we're going to continue to shake the tree. We have a lot of big activities coming up in January. And uh, they don't like it. but That's too bad. Um, we like it, but every Sunday at seven o'clock and every Wednesday at seven o'clock, you can listen to us tonight. We're not going to be on because it's New Year's Eve, but this next Wednesday we'll be back. Uh, but it's every seven, at seven o'clock Pacific. Just need to go to the website, newcaliforniastate.com, and click on the button where it talks about uh, uh, public calls and stuff like that. And you, you get right in. Uh, we, we have a couple thousand. Uh, either on the phone or also on our channels that uh, listen. We're very transparent. There's, there's no question about what we're doing. And they don't like it. <laughs> and the other side doesn't well, like it. The
0: thing is, I like it. And I'll tell you, it's gratifying for me to watch this because I've been walking with you through this whole thing as I've gone to your yeah. convention. And Dr. Mike Huckabee was a guest speaker there. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I'm watching this now come to fruition. It's finally falling into place. And I believe at some point in time in the near future, this is going to happen. So congratulations on that, Paul. We're flat out of time. So thank you so much for joining us. I look forward to talking to you again. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Dave.